What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? All right, so you guys were talking about Mookie Betts and his GQ cover. He actually sat down with GQ and gave his 10 essentials he can't live without. I'm not going to read all of them. I'll give you the top three. It was a mask, and then these two really stuck out to me, a bowling ball and an Xbox controller. Hmm. So I was like, dude, you're really carrying around a 16-pound bowling ball? That's essential to you? (laughs) But what weird essential things do you guys have? Can you guys give me a top three? Well, I'll tell you this. The number one thing I cannot be without, and again, you only gave us three of his ten, and I haven't read the whole article yet because it'll probably take me like three days because it's a long article. But um, number one thing I cannot live without, I have to admit this, I'm addicted to it, my iPhone. I can't go anywhere. I, I carry it. I hold it in my hand. I'm addicted to it. I admit it. So my iPhone is number one. Two, Aquaphor. Anybody here? Use Aquaphor for <laughs> on <anything>? my children <laughs> when he has because my two year old has uh, what is what are this called where they have like those little rashes like diaper their rash. Well, not diaper rash, but oh. yes, diaper rash too. But when they have uh, eczema, eczema on the okay. back of his knee, yeah. I use Aquaphor <laughs> healing ointment on my lips. It is the greatest product to put on your lips. It makes them feel so soft and moist. And so Aquaphor can't live without Aquaphor. And I'll give you one more little product that I can never be without. Three things. If you're, these are my top three. A product called Lumify. It's an eye drop. Let me tell you something. If you want your eyes to go from red to white, for whatever reason they're red, <laughs> you've never seen a product okay. turn your eyes bright white better than a product called Lumify. iPhone, uh, Aquaphor, Lumify. Can't be without those three. LZ. Oh, man. Weird. You mean my three are weird? No. no he's I, said, weird I said, him. give me three weird ones. It can she be pretty said, normal weird. Yeah, normal she stuff. said weird. That's the thing that's kind of tripped me up. I was like, what do I do that's weird? I probably always have a protein bar on me hmm. in a bag. You know, kids, I get hungry, so I don't have to eat fast food unless I want to. I think that's kind of weird. I don't think most people travel with protein bars in their bag. <laughs> um... Cocoa be butter. I, I I generally have at least one in there, but go ahead. All right. Well, I guess I'm not weird. That's hard, Laura. I don't cocoa know. If, butter. Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter is good. Bu- I don't know if cocoa butter is weird though. It's not, but it is yeah. not weird. But I mean, if okay. I get you don't ashy, don't man. give me weird. Just give me top three then. Oh, top three. If I'm leaving home for more than two days, always a candle. Cocoa butter because the TSA people won't throw it away, and you got to moisturize. Mm-hmm. And then three, I would probably say my rock. I usually have my rock in the car with me if I'm home at all times. Okay. Anybody going to ask or is it I going to have to ask? What's my rock? What does that mean? Really? Yeah, seriously. Oh, basketball. Oh. <laughs> Did you think like an actual rock? I was like, I didn't know what you meant, man. I don't know if you meant a ring. Man, I, I knew know. you didn't like the NBA, but damn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it transcended all the way down to – to the YMCA. <laughs> remember, George? Remember, you're talking to one of the greatest JCC basketball coaches in the history of the JCC, LZ. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's... George? <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I have one thing that I have to – by the way, real quick, just side, this isn't one of them, but um, I know you've always said you travel with a candle, LZ. Yep. My wife traveled with a candle for our 10-year anniversary this weekend. And awesome. you know what? What? It's, it's kind of nice. 
Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's like I looked at it. I'm like, I'm going to mention to LZ. This is kind of <laughs> nice. Like this candle thing is kind of nice in the hotel. Nice, I never right? thought of it before. But my wife brought one. And I'm like, eh, not so bad. It's nice. Um, and, and if you're traveling with, you know, more than one dude, two candles. Mm-hmm. You know, get that, yeah. get that room right. Uh, so my my things are, are one the Theragun. Got to take the Theragun everywhere the I go. Okay, now. like that. that's the reality of it. I bought. I don't have the actual Theragun because, I mean, those things are expensive as hell. So I bought one on Amazon that's really good, mm-hmm. um, and it was like 120 bucks. Yep. And I take that thing everywhere. Like literally, it goes to me on every trip, everywhere I go. I use it every single day. Um, so that's one. Uh, the other one is uh, my Layrite uh, pomade for the hair. Got to have the uh, the paste, right? Got to make sure the hair's right. Um, and then the third thing is a drink. I love these sparkling ice water drinks. I, I can't have enough of them. At my local um, Vons, they sell them for a dollar uh, if you buy 10. And I buy like 20 because mm-hmm. I, go th- I go through at least two a day. And, mm-hmm. uh, and because – as much as we talked earlier about water, water is important. This is, you know, sparkling water. It's also naturally flavored. And, uh, you know, so I feel like, okay, if I'm getting tired of just drinking regular old water, I go with this. So I, I throw at least two bottles of this in my 100 ounces a day of drinking water. So those are my three things. I, I like that. I like that. Laura? I thought you guys were going to go to Greg first. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't thought of my three. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, I'll go with my iPhone if we're just doing essentials. My iPhone, a credit card, and my Uh ID. Oh. I mean, those are pretty basic, but okay, thanks. (laughs) I mean, we make fun of Greg a lot for being basic now. I wasn't expecting that from you. Come on, Uh, She's like, I can't go anywhere without my credit card and phone. Okay, my phone, (laughs) if I'm being real, my phone... A condom and my AirPods. Oh, hey now. Yeah. There we go. Now we're talking AirPods. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Go. <laughs> Only one condom, huh? Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just move on from that for you. But uh, I, I have to go. I mean, my phone, obviously. I need a hat, probably multiple hats. But also, you're going to be surprised, but I'm a very fidgety person. No. Shocking, I Shocker. know. Shocker, yeah. Shocker, I know, but so I always have like a Rubik's Cube or something that I could play with. The fidget spinner, time. one of those fidget spinner, things? Fidget spinner, yeah, whatever yeah. it happens to be, I need to be doing something at all times. Yep. All right, well, I get cool. that, I get that. That's uh, what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. 877-710-ESPN, if you want to get in, 877-710-3776. Uh, we've been talking about the Dodgers, if you missed that earlier. Uh, Jorge Castillo of the LA Times was uh, wrote a story today. Was talking about how many, cr- you know, cr- the crazy amount of starters the Dodgers have: Bauer, Kershaw, Bueller, Price, Urias, Urias, excuse me, uh, May, Gonsolin, and even guys like Santana, Nelson have pitched very well uh, so far. So the only way to incorporate them all on regular rest is to have them pitch three or four innings at a time. Even piggybacking starters. He asked Dave Roberts about that scheme, and Roberts said, "Quote: It would take a little navigating." But I'll say that it's possible. So I'm curious to see how you guys feel about that or you think that's too wacky. Now, Greg, you are generally a traditionalist. Yes. How does that make you feel about the potential of juggling starters like that at three or four innings at a time? Like they kind of like they do in the playoffs, to be honest with you. 
So I kind of I want to say that I'm a traditionalist, but I'm with LZ here. I actually like it, especially since I've seen what baseball has become, especially in the postseason. In the postseason, starting pitchers are coming out of the bullpen way more often. So if you give me 162 games where everybody is ready, all these pitchers are ready to go through the entire season and then ready to pitch three, four innings, whatever they're whatever they can do in the postseason, I kind of like it. I'm all for it. I don't need some of these other dudes coming out here and giving up bombs like Pedro Baez. You know, I don't well, I don't think anymore. this is an analytics issue, though. I, I think this is a look at how many pitchers that the Dodgers have that are considered starting pitchers. So if you've got seven, and George, you've gone deeper into the roster than seven, and if you really wanted to say there are eight or nine legit starting pitchers and really a starting staff is supposed to be five guys and that's how it's supposed to rotate – this is not necessarily an analytics issue, at least the way I look at it. It's more of a surplus issue. Uh, I think it could be both. I think, you know, analytics always talks about not getting the third time through the lineup, right? Because the third time, you know, pretty much every pitcher, um, their, the batting average against goes up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, but I do think it is, if, if you're dibbing up, right, uh, a pie here, it has more to do with their depth than anything else for sure. Uh, so it, it's just interesting to me that the Dodgers continue to be one of these organizations that's willing to be out of the box, right? And I know that it feels like to some people that it's a bit too much, but I guess coming off a championship, it's a lot different. It, it hits differently, LZ, because if, if let's just say they would have tried this last season before they won a championship, I feel like the reaction would be different from a lot of people. Well, I will say that um, when we play that series against the Brewers and they were rotating pitchers and sometimes we would face four in one game going to nine innings in our series against them. Mm-hmm. And I remember mocking them like, oh, they don't have anyone you can depend on, blah, 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 blah. But then as you watch our guys struggle a little bit, you realize that it kept batters on edge and off their game. There was no groove you can get into because things were constantly changing. And I thought, huh, maybe they're on to something. You know, like maybe, you know, this old traditional way of, you know, your starting pitcher eating up at least seven innings in the the postseason is antiquated. Because here you have, you know, this Brewer squad with one cheating MVP and then a legit MVP, but it was the rotation of their pitchers um, that really gave us the most trouble, I thought, you know what? That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. Now, listen, before we get to the calls here, uh, we do need to line up calls because we're going to we're gonna play our March Madness game again. So yesterday we played them. We have uh, a, a number of $50 El Torito gift cards Five to give away. Them. We have six, right, Greg? Six to give away? Yes, six. So six. So line it up right now because we're going to do it in the next segment. If you want to win an El Torito gift card, uh, hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. Today we're going to make it a lot easier. You get one answer right, and you get one because we got to give these things away today. (laughs) And and we did three yesterday. We only gave away one, I believe, or two. Uh, So 
We're going to give them away. You get one answer right, okay? All you got to do is get one question right, and you will win a $50 El Torito gift card. In the meantime, Jay in uh, L.A. wants to talk Dodgers. Jay, if you if you want to play the game after, we'll, we'll allow you to, to get back on hold and try to play the game after if you want to, okay? All righty, sounds good. All right, what do you got on the Dodgers, though, real quick? So, look, we lost Ryu last year. We lost Kenta Maeda last year as well, and they performed very well. You look at the rotation that we have now, and we actually gained more potential in this team. They all have experience not only in postseason, but in the World Series, the brightest of lights, with Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin going the way they did. So it's not like we have scrub pitchers that need to be pushed back into the bullpen and forgotten. These guys need to get some actual starting game time and get some rotation time. So I don't see any reason why we wouldn't be able to adjust and progress forward and be pretty much a catalyst in baseball. Because, you know, the old heads, they don't want they don't want the DH. The DH was given to the Dodgers, and they won damn near 72% of the game. And you already know Rob Manfred, the idiot that he is, he saw the Dodgers as a threat, and he said, no, nah, I'm not going to give them the DH again because they're going to easily win the World Series. Without a doubt, they're going to go 173-0. and 0. But in this situation, now he can't control the starting pitching. You go Tony Gonson for three, you go Dustin May for three, and then you can close it out with, uh, I don't know, Bruce Argraderall, Kenley Jensen can blow a couple of runs. It doesn't matter. The Dodgers pitching rotation is extremely, ridiculously, talentless, talently deep. And honestly, I'm super excited. And I do expect them to win no less than 110 games this season. Realistically, that's doable. Am I wrong or am I, am I tripping No, on that? I, I think that that's doable, Jay. And, and we'll put you back on hold so you can play the game. We're going to play our March Madness game coming up. So literally you have one question. We're going to feed you one question. You get it right, you get a $50 El Torito gift card. It's just as simple as that. So line it up right now, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Although you did throw 173 games out there, which gave us 11 extra games. <laughs> um, but And thank you. Uh, put them on hold real quick, Laura. Uh, but 110 over even 162. Uh, I, I don't think that's crazy. But we'll, we'll get the guys' thoughts on that coming up in a little bit. We're going to play our game at 530. We've got some – LZ's got a, a fascinating take on – Something he saw in that Laker game yesterday that we want to make sure we get to. That's coming up at 5.30. We'll have that for you. We're going to play our game next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Sit down, LZ and Cap. We're going to play our March Madness game for those who don't care about NCAA basketball and only care about upsets from the first weekend and then stop watching because their brackets have been busted. That's our game, and that's the title <laughs> of the game. So it's we great got on T-shirts. Couple- yeah, it's yeah. a snappy it, it, title. You know, when you get something crisp and snappy and fast, and we came up with that. Right, exactly. So once again, this is the March Madness game for those who don't care about NCAA basketball and only care about the upsets from the first weekend and then stop watching because their brackets have been busted. So you can hit us up at 877-710-ESPN. We're making this easy because we've got six El Torito $50 gift cards to give away. And if you get one question right, 
You get it. It's just as simple as that. So let's go to this first. Let's see who we have first. We have David in the IE. David, Cap, I'll let you ask the question here. David, what do you? how are you, good. brother? You good? Good. How are you? Good. Cap, right, go David, you're, you're ready to go here, David? Yeah, let's do it. Very simple. One question, win the $50 gift card. Number 12, Georgetown in the East Bracket. Who is the coach at Georgetown? Patrick Ewing. All right, there you go. Congratulations. So you win. Put him on hold. Boy, I am glad he got that. That, w- that should have been easy. He's been in the news a lot, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's grab Victor in La Habra. Victor in La Habra. LZ, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Okay. So, Victor, I'm going to ask you this. Okay. What is the nickname of the University of Virginia? They are the Virginia what? Oh, God. Um, gophers? No, they're not the Gophers. Ooh. Sorry, Victor. Appreciate you, bro. Not, not, not bad. Not bad. No, I mean, um, he tried. He did try. Let's the go Virginia to Orland. Gophers. Yeah, Orland and Santa. There is a Gopher, but they are not the Gophers. Orland and Santa Clarita. Orland, how are you? Good, thank you so much. First, I want to say condolences to Keyshawn. Like, that's uh, heartbreaking. And that's I've nice. been listening to you guys for over 10 years. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank we'll you. pass that along. Thank you so much, Orland. Um, all right, do you want to take a crack at this? Do you want, LZ, do you want a fresh question or do you want to answer my question, Orland? Oh, the one, uh, the one with Virginia? Yeah. I believe it's the, uh, the Cavaliers. That is correct, Orland. Congratulations. Wow, look at that. Look at that. So we'll Not put Orland on hold. Uh, Orlin has got a $50 gift card from El Torito. Uh, let's go to Jay in L.A. Jay, you get an LZ question. Go ahead, LZ. In the South, the South Division, the South Region, my friend, your dentist will be very happy if you chose this university to win. <laughs> your who, dentist. Who, who are they playing, LZ? Ah. In the South, you're a dentist, so it can't be Alabama. Uh, wow, I love what? that shade. That can't. Oh I love goodness. that shade. That was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> USC, fight on. Uh, Jesus. They, they, okay, uh, look, the, they, they, the school does not play in the South. They are in the South region. So um, they are uh, they are playing Alabama. They are. Alabama is the three seed. This school that LZ is talking about is a 14 seed, okay? Um, they are Here. the Patriot League. Yeah, I'll give you another hint. You ready? Um, yeah. LZ, LZ made the, the point about your dentist. Blank, or no, no, no. Uh, blank surgeon, Jake the Snake blank. Oh, that was terrible. Sweet no, that, Jesus, that's not a hint. Yeah, that, that confuses him. That's actually him. worse. Yeah, I, you know yeah, what? You know what? Because you said Alabama and it was funny, I think you should win just on that alone. Okay, get, put him on hold. You should let's win put, just put on that alone. Put, put him on hold. Put him on hold. All right, ne- let's go to Nick in San Pedro. Nick, are you ready? How you doing? So that's three, right, Laura? Yep, we got three. Okay, we got three more to go. All right, Nick, go ahead, Cap. Oh, man. Okay, here goes. Um, you ready? This, this should be relatively easy. The number one seed in the South is Baylor. Where is Baylor? Yeah, what, what? Just give us a state. Texas. Congratulations. There you go. Look at that. All right. Go Texas. Wake so up Texas. Nick and San Pedro is the winners. We got two more to give away. Uh, let's go to Eric in Carson. Eric, how are you? I'm great. How about you guys? Excellent. 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 Thank you so much. Um, 
All righty. Let me see. Jake the Snake Roberts. It was Jake the Snake Roberts. Right. Yes, but hold on. But Let me just tell you something. I screwed that up worse than you, you guys oral... even know. Yeah, right. yeah, it wasn't because I thought yeah. school. Well, yeah, I that's why I meant... said you're just confusing them. Right. Oh, I just yeah, made yeah, it worse. Yeah. I thought yeah. you meant Oral Roberts and you meant Colgate. That was an Correct. awesome he clue, LZ. It, and it I thanks, screwed the thanks, whole thing Cap. up. Yeah. Thanks, you screwed it up twice. I was actually going to use the same clue. Now I have to saw it all over again. Now he has to find a new one. I wrote 400 questions. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, Eric, let me ask you this. What is the mascot for the University of Maryland. They are in the East Region. They're taking on UConn. Maryland what? Oh, gosh. Maryland. They're a big-time college basketball school. Oh, I know. Terrapin? Yes, yes, you got it. Look at that. Nice. All right. Congratulations. I was about to give a Grateful Dead hint, LZ. There you go. Wow. So, Eric, we got one more to give away. Put Eric on hold. So, Victor is in Fullerton. So, Victor, you get LZ now. LZ, go ahead. Victor, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. What university is the number one overall seed for the women's basketball tournament? Wait. Dude, it's just not the, <laughs> oh, like, we okay, told them uh, it was be the men's tournament. <laughs> Uh, I will give you a hint. I will give you multiple hints until you get this correct. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Agumake, Andrew Luck. That's easy. Collins twins. Stanford. There you go. Congratulations. Nice. All right, Victor. Congratulations. So all the rest of you on hold, our apologies uh, that uh, we didn't get to you, but congratulations to our winners. We have them. All right, coming up next – LZ, with a really interesting observation about the current and the current play and the future of one particular Laker. We'll get to that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is what the remix to Kaplan's video was like. At least they tried to make it work this Uh, way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I once saw Kanye, and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Kanye's Uh. terrible in concert, I think. Uh. Watch him. I was like, he can do that. He's so bad, right, Laura? Isn't he bad in concert? Yeah, I didn't like him. It I was, was like, expecting more. It was so boring. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, he's, he's a he's a producer. I know, but it's just I, I don't. I mean, when I pay money for like a concert, like I'm expecting like 
wild stuff to Dude, happen at a concert. I, I went know? to go see Disclosure once, who is this uh, UK dance band DJ yeah, yeah. act mm-hmm. out of, yeah. and um, I show up, and I'm like, man, this is boring. All they're doing is just standing behind these councils and playing music. Right. And I was like, oh, that's just what they do. That's their so, act. Yeah. So, yeah. so Kanye is like the same thing to me. He's a producer. Right. So it's like, well, of course he's not going to be great performing because he's a producer. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't good. I, listen, I saw ACDC one time. I'm like, this is the worst concert I've ever seen. I got to leave. Like, even if you know every song, I'm like, this is the most boring concert I've ever been to in my life. And sometimes, you know, they can put out some good music, but they just suck performing. What can I tell you? Yeah, not everybody's good live. That's a right, you know, that's it's fair. But there are just certain expectations. I think I, I, you know, when I go to a concert, like I expect to be, all, you know, jammed to the music, but also be entertained, right? Too. And I feel like there's that aspect of it. Like if you ever been to like a Beyonce concert, like that thing is like you know an extravaganza. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like it's a, it's a show, right? Yeah. It's not Although a concert, saw, it's a show. I saw Beyonce in a stadium once. You know. And it, I can't take a stadium for a concert. Like, I just can't do stadium really? concerts. Yeah, oh, see, that, that's the, not for me. I've been to, I saw you two at a stadium, and I preferred them in a stadium than in an arena. I think it varies. It varies on the act. Okay. You know? Well, not I a guess, lot of acts can go stadium. Well, not a lot of acts should be in a stadium. Right. Right. You know, if right. you're just, if you're not into putting on a show, and you're just about the music, right. and you're not into really, like, diving into, like, having jam sessions doing the show, Mm-hmm. Then I don't really want to see you. Yeah. But like one of the best shows I ever saw in my life was the Zach Brown band. And they don't do big fireworks or background dances or anything, background dance or anything like that. But man, can they jam? Right. Woo! No, they're good. And Them I boys love, can play. I don't love that genre of music, obviously, as we've discussed, but I, they're good. They are good. And they, they, they seem fun, is the yeah, way I would describe Absolutely. It. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I actually feel like the best – look, stadiums are cool. It also depends on the act, right? Like you, you two played at the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. I, yep. I, to me, my favorite venue in town, and, and you know, I, I've been to pretty much all of them now at this point um, over the years, I, I still love the Hollywood Bowl mm-hmm. as like my favorite mm-hmm. venue to watch a musical act just because mm-hmm. I, I love just the atmosphere of it. Like the, I think the acoustics there are fantastic even though it's outdoors. Like it, to me, like – that to me is the spot. Like I, I don't love the parking situation. I know you can go park at different spots in the city and you can take the bus or whatever. Um, although now I don't know how I would feel about that. <laughs> Considering, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. They may have to fix that parking situation now that I think about yeah. it at the Hollywood Bowl. They may need to figure that out. Um, but because I did go one time, took my car, rookie move, and then I sat there for like an hour just waiting to get out. It was a pain in the ass. But um, I like but, the Wilton. The Wilton's like, good too. I, yeah. I like the Wilton. I like the vibe of the Wilton. Yeah. Um, I like the Ace. There's a um, yeah. little theater inside the, or next door to the Ace Hotel downtown. Yeah. I, I think like, Madonna was going to perform at the Wilton. Like she, I, I'm almost, she did. Oh, she, she did. I thought that was yeah. gonna. I thought that was canceled maybe because of COVID. But did she do it there? Is that where she? Yeah. Did it? it was. Yeah. It was her last show. Um, right. That she was doing before COVID hit, and so she it was, was right there at before the COVID. Then right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect venue, and then outdoor yeah. venue. Um, I do like uh, the Hollywood Bowl, but to your point, George, the uh, traffic is is kind of uh, eh, not yeah. fun. So what's that smaller one? I think it's the Grove or something. Or um, there's a smaller outdoor uh, amphitheater that is over near um, the Greek. That's where it is. The Greek. It's the Greek. Yeah. The Greek. Yeah. Oh, 
love the Greek. Mm-hmm. Love you, it's like you it's like everything you want from the Hollywood Bowl except for the traffic. Right? Did you ever see the movie Get Him to the Greek? I have not. Yeah, great it, movie. It, it's now pretty that's funny. A great movie. That's a hilarious movie. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Um, like it is a funny movie. It's you know Jonah uh, Hill and, and what's uh, the what's guy's name? Mm-hmm. The British guy, the guy who was um, who was he? That he was to? in the set. Forget for uh, saving uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Marshall. What is that called? That movie with. Uh, Come on, somebody help us Russell out Brown. here. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Yes. Yeah, who was he married Brand. to? Was he married to Katy Perry? Yes. He was married yeah. to Katy Perry, yes. Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Russell Brand. Um, hey, by the way, our March Madness bracket, if you want to get in on it, go to the ESPN Los Angeles social media accounts. You can get in and compete against people like myself, LZ, Cap, Greg, Laura, and all our 710 hosts. We have over 100,000 entries already. And the winner is going to get pizza and beer, courtesy of Mason. Steve Mason all of a sudden is uh, – Doling out some cash. Wow. He wants to be the guy who wants to give you a party, a pizza party. So make sure you do that. Um, hey, speaking of basketball, LZ, we were watching mm-hmm. that game yesterday, a blowout game. Lakers kind of needed that, I felt. They've played a lot of close calls. Um, but you had your eye on one particular player that really stood out to you in a way that hadn't stood out to you before. Dude, the one thing well there's there's a handful of things but one key thing that i believe lebron james is missing from his tremendous legacy is that player you look at and just go bron groom that dude into something mm-hmm. and for me it looks like tht is becoming that dude because the way he was running the offense and i know people get enamored with like his layup his layup package which is sick by the way that, that he's so able to complete in traffic right primarily with the right hand, is yeah. ridiculous. With but those long-ass arms. With those longer, yeah. But his patience in yeah. running the offense, setting up his big man, man, it is so mature. And when you think this is basically still his rookie year in terms of actual playing time, you can see the LeBron DNA all over his game, all over it. The patience, the way he uses his body, He's never in a rush. Right. He is moving from a curiosity to me to like, I don't know if we should touch that. This because right. this might be something. And as I said, LeBron doesn't have a Pippin. He doesn't have that guy you can turn to and go, Jordan made him. Jordan, you know, made him the player that he is. He was talented. Pip was number five overall, blah, 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 blah. He was talented, but it was clear that it was the Jordan influence that helped shape his career. And I don't think Braun has that player yet, but I think THT could be that player if he was to stick around. You know, LZ, you just said something interesting that he's he's kind of moving towards that I don't want to touch him kind of guy. Like you want to you want to make sure he's around and he's he's with the Laker organization for the next few years. I've been thinking about this a lot, especially watching them play coming out here in the second half and watching them blow out Golden State last night. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? If Anthony Davis can't make it back this year then you got to think about next year. I, I look at Bill Belichick, and I actually wonder, as he's reloading the Patriots through free agency, I wonder if he knew last year, like, we just don't have it. So I'm just going to get through this season, then I'm going to rebuild, and then I'm going to come for Brady again. The, I wonder if, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, can LeBron be patient? None of us seem to think so. But what I, what I want to say is I don't think they should make any moves. Unless, unless somebody is bought out and comes to them for virtually free, I don't want to see them trade this team because with a healthy AD, we all think they're championship ready, which they obviously have already won one. But 
I don't want to see them make any moves here with this team. I like this roster when AD is healthy. And if he's not going to be healthy this year, great. We'll run it back next year. George? Yeah, I, look, I think that um, – I, I, look, I think the kid is unbelievably talented, right? And I think that if you're going to get a third star on this team, he's going to have to be the asset that you dangle. Because I do think, to your point, LZ, he has tremendous upside, right? And I do think that, yes, I, I know that LeBron does not have that particular – thing on his resume where he mentors a kid and, and yes he did pick him out of obscurity right well not obscurity he played at Simeon high school in chicago which is like a factory right, right. but um but he picked him out then you know what i mean and knew he would be good uh, and then when he was at iowa state uh, rich paul decided to you know represent him when he came into the draft you know injuries kind of put him in the situation where he was fortunate enough to land with the lakers i remember doing a um when i did my kobe bryant uh 81 point anniversary story and I talked to all the best defenders of that era. I remember talking to Tony Allen about Kobe, but before we got started, we were just kind of waiting to get started. And he, we were talking about the Lakers, and he was talking about Taylor Horton Tucker, and he told me a story about how he was at a G League game, and he was, you know, dapping him up and like, yo, man, you, you know, I think you'd be really good, you know, much love to you. And he's like, yeah, man, appreciate you. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't belong with these dudes. Talking about the other dudes playing in the G League. Yeah. So he's got that fa- it factor, too, on top of that. But, you know, to Scott's point, there's only so, you know, so many years I think LeBron's going to play. Like, do you have the time to wait for that to develop and really hit its stride? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Well, if you're trading him for a bona fide superstar, then I'm good. I'm good. You know, because just like with Julius Randle, just like with Zoe, just like with Brandon Ingram – you know, sometimes young players need more time before they be blossom into these all-star type of players. But I'm looking at THT right now, and he, you know, he's barely 20. And when I think about where Brandon was at 20, <laughs> where Zoe was at 20, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, if Lonzo Mourning had came in and could ball like this, Lonzo might still be here. That's how much better I think he is in terms of his this stage in his NBA career. His handle is underrated and legit. And his patience with that handle is beyond his years. And those long-ass arms <laughs> that allows him to finish in the traffic, I think you may want to hold on to this and just see what this could be. You don't want to be Houston and choose the wrong guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you don't want to make that move. And and I know it may sound like I got caught up into what he was doing last night. It wasn't the numbers that caught my attention. It was, no, it was the play. It was, it was the, the it was approach yeah. to, to it. All right, well, let, let's, we can continue that discussion on the other side. Plus, we've got our game, which normally runs at 6.30, but since we're off early today for the Lakers, uh, we're going to play uh, one of our games that we play at 6.30. We're going to play it today in the last segment called Big Deal or No Deal. So we'll, get, we'll, we'll just wrap this up uh, with a nice, tidy bow and then play Big Deal or No Deal in our last segment. 
Uh, we'll be back in one minute and 15 seconds. So 75 seconds. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Sit down, LZ and Cap, before we get out of here today, because we'll take you up till 6 o'clock. Lakers pregame, Lakers-Seawolves tonight. Uh, Michael and Sliwa on the pregame. Michael and John on the call shortly thereafter. So, LZ, just to wrap this conversation up about THT, mm-hmm. if I told you right now, and mm-hmm. this is just, uh, this is, do not aggregate this. We are not reporting this. I'm just, this is complete reckless speculation. It is just hypothesizing, okay? L- and LZ, if, let's just say for argument's sake, Bradley Beal was available. Okay. Would you deal THT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. And, and, and shout out to Laura. I hear you, girl. You're in your bag. I, I, I just want you to know I hear the music. You're in your bag today. I like it. But yeah, as I said before, if we're trading him for a bona fide star, okay. bona fide star, then I'm good with it. But I don't okay. want to trade him for parts because right. he's not parts. This, no, this no, kid I, can be special. I agree. I, I agree. I do think that he can be special. So I, I just wanted to be clear. Um, you know, so wh- where is the line of demarcation on star? Is Victor Oladipo in that category? No, or no, no, no. Okay, no. that's fine. Like, I just need to know where the cutoff is, is what I'm saying, you know? No, because he's only played, I just looked it up, he just played his 41st game. Okay. His 41st game, and they're already reporting guys, great writers like Brian Windhorst, talking about the teams that want to get him. Get right. the poison pill contract. Put the Lakers in a bind so they can snatch them. Right. 41 games, and they're already plotting. That lets you know I'm not alone. No, there. I, I think Cap people know that he's very talented. And he again, played 28 minutes last night, and, and, and I'd have to look back and see if that's the most he's played all season. But if this guy could play 20-plus minutes a game, you know how much faster he might mature because of what else he's saying? He's only 20 years old. Look, I'm just saying this. If AD can't come back... I'd rather just hold this group and hold on for next year because I'm not sure that any move they're going to make is going to automatically put them back to where they were with AD. And I just think you got to roll with LeBron and see what happens. And if, if, by the way, if you don't have the roster this year, but you'll have it back next year, get that kid healthy and get him back next year. That's the way I feel about it. So, Greg, Dave McMiniman is going to join us tomorrow. So we can ask him not only the current roster questions and the you know, stuff about the uh, trade deadline or whatnot, but we can ask him about this potential THT stuff with the poison pill. What time is he going to be on tomorrow? He's going to be on at six. Okay, so right at six tomorrow. So basically, you know, 24 hours and 12 minutes from now, we'll have Dave McMiniman and we'll ask him all these questions because the poison pill contract, LZ, is, I, I mean, 
it's going to be approximately like 50 to $60 million total over several years, right? It, right. it becomes the first few years are manageable. You know, they're like you know, seven, $8 million or whatever it is. But then those, those last couple of years, you know, you're talking right. 15, 20, 20, $20 million, exactly. right? For an, unpro- in, in theory, an unproven player. Right. Which is, you know, the dice, but the, the Lakers are in a situation where they're going to have a handful of, of players they're going to decide on in terms of, do we bring them back? Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking no, which, you know, considering the luxury tax is not out of the question, you have to figure out which, if any of you are willing to keep. And right now, just He's based, the one. Like, if I was ranking them, he's, well. Right right now, right now, I kind of go, he's the one. And I love me some Alex Caruso. You guys yeah. know I love Alex Caruso. But you could find another Alex Caruso, I think. You, you could find another Alex Caruso, but I think THT might end up being special. I agree. I, I think there's, I think his ceiling is way higher. I mean, Alex Caruso is what he is, right? He's an energy player. He's a good defender. Yep. He can hit timely shots. He's yep. a role player. Taylor Horton Tucker has the ceiling of being a, a star, at least potentially a multi-time all-star. Yeah. That's his ceiling. Now, I'm not saying he gets to that ceiling, but I think that's the ceiling. He is so patient. And I think, and I keep bringing that word up because when I think about young players, the thing that I've been told and I've witnessed myself, but certainly I've been told by coaches, you know, Hall of Fame bound coaches, with young players, it's about pace, it's about patience. Russ, Russell Westbrook, for as great as he is, still hasn't figured out that patience no, part in terms no. of running a team. One speed, that's all he's One got. One speed. Yeah. THC has it already. Yeah. He's got it already. All right, it is time for Big Deal or No Deal. All right, LZ, we're going to start with you. Colin Sexton of the Cleveland Cavaliers liked to tweet that was calling Kevin Love's $120 million deal contract over four years the heist of the century. It says Kevin Love stole $100 million from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Heist of the century. He has since unliked the tweet. LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? It's no deal. It's a no deal. We don't even know if he meant to like it. Because I certainly have slipped and liked things I didn't intend to like myself. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, if he did like it, I ain't mad at him because Kevin Love did steal money. Right. Like what's wrong with being honest? I, I, I ain't mad at him. And I ain't mad at Kevin for stealing the money. Right. I ain't no. mad at nobody. I'm in a good place right now. <laughs> you sound happy. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, I'm with you, man. No deal at all. Sometimes I'm scrolling through Twitter and I just happen to see somebody and I just, it's so fast. I look, I see the name, I see a little bit I like. And all I'm doing is I'm saying, oh, I like that you posted something. And then it gets misconstrued like it's some formal endorsement. You know, um, it's social media, like, don't like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, really, I think we make way too much out of people's actions on social media. So no deal for me. Oh, I'm going the complete opposite here. I think this is a big deal. I think that those young guys probably don't love that Kevin Love makes all that money and that he is the veteran on that squad. I I feel like there is something to be said about this. I, I think there's actually some animus there, potentially. And, and, you know, he did the right thing in unliking it after the fact to not make it a big deal. But if that would have happened on any other team, let's say a contender, that would be a 
big national story today. But because it's the Cavs, it's not a real story. But I, I, just knowing the inner workings of the NBA and, and guys and their contracts and young guys versus veteran guys, and Kevin probably wants out of Cleveland to play on a contender, and the guys in that locker room probably know that, I would say big deal because I feel like all that stuff is probably accurate. Greg? Dude got paid. All right, George, we're going to go to you for this one first. The Oakland A's are allowing you to buy a full season of a suite for one Bitcoin, one singular Bitcoin. Uh, it, the suite works out to be about $64,800 for a full season. George, is this a big deal or no deal? I think it's a big deal. Currently, Bitcoin's price at the moment is 56418 but as we've seen, Bitcoin is very volatile. It can go up or down 10% in a given day. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's up 4% uh, since their last closing. And I, I think it's smart because I think Bitcoin will only continue to go up in value. Uh, this is not financial advice, by the way. I'm just telling you my personal opinion on it. I perhaps may have uh, – well, no, I, not perhaps. I've told you guys I have stake in Bitcoin. But uh, I think it's smart because I do think that while there will be changes to cryptocurrency as countries start to regulate it in some way, shape, or form, I do feel like it will be a, cur a currency that will be taken. And I think any smart business would take 1% of their treasury, and the A's may be doing that or maybe a larger percentage, and invest it in Bitcoin. I don't know if they're going to flip it into cash right away. Maybe they are because they're kind of a cash-strapped organization, or maybe they'll hold on to it. Either way, I think it's smart business. I would hold, uh, or hodl, as the Bitcoiners like to say, but uh, I think it's a big deal. I agree it's a big deal. I think that um, as a new form of currency is accepted as mainstream, and I'm not saying it's mainstream like where you're walking into McDonald's and you're saying, yeah, I'll take a Big Mac and here's some Bitcoin, but I mean mainstream as in, look, you're the A's. Generally speaking, you have a very hard time selling tickets and certainly suites. But you understand where you are in Oakland and the proximity to Silicon Valley and how a lot of Silicon Valley has now found Oakland, California. And so to say to people that are progressive thinking and they've got money to have Bitcoin because they probably got in much earlier than where it is now. Hey, we will accept Bitcoin rather than just straight American cash. I think it's great. I think it's a big deal. And I think we're going to start to see a lot of things, especially big things like houses or Elon Musk accepting Bitcoin now for a Tesla. I think a lot of other people are going to start accepting Bitcoin. Well, and to your point right now, um, there are other teams that are considering doing this. It is, they aren't the only team. They're just the, one of, they're the first to do it to this extent, LZ. And I know that the Miami Heat's naming rights, their American Airlines Arena, uh, will no longer be the sponsor there. They are getting out of the sponsorship business. And I think one of the leading candidates is one of these crypto exchange currency, uh, crypto exchanges, excuse me, to be the new naming right uh, for an NBA arena. So, uh, look, th I do think this stuff is a big deal because I think it's going, it's just progress, right? Like, that's just the way it is and, and technology. I wouldn't spend one red cent on the Oakland A's. <laughs> I hadn't cared about them since Zito, Hudson, and uh, what's the other guy? Mulder. 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 So it's no deal for me because I wouldn't spend the money to see the Oakland A's. Would you spend one ah. one-hundredth one of a Bitcoin if, if, they, if, that, if they lowered the price? 
they could they could chain me to a suite and I would close my eyes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What's next, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Last one. Because right. yeah, we have a hard out here in 90 seconds. Scott, we'll go with you first. Over the weekend, Marvelous Ma- Marvin Hagler passed away at the age of 66. Was his fight with Tommy Hearns in 1985 a big deal or a big deal? It, was it a big deal or a big deal? Yep. Or was it a big deal or was it no deal? <laughs> I, I went with big deal or big deal. Okay, I wanted to just make sure you got it. Listen, it was a huge deal. I mean, that was maybe the greatest first round of a boxing match ever. By the way, the whole thing's got me a little freaked out because I'm so sad for Marvin Hagler, but to talk about how he died from Tommy Hearns and then how people are taking that and then what, what, what his family is saying, I don't know, the whole thing's a big deal to me. Elsie. Big deal. Greatest first round I've ever witnessed um, or watched, rather. I wasn't there, but I've ever watched. Just energy from the beginning. Those two guys hurt each other right out the gate, and that's what's boxing. It's missing. Uh, 100% agree with both of you. Big deal, huge deal, no question about it. All right, we are done here. LZ Granderson, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Scott Kaplan, excellent work as always. Much love to all of you guys. Uh, Greg and Laura, great job. The pregame show for Lakers is up next with Michael and Sliwa, then Michael and John on the call at 730. We will talk to you tomorrow at 355. Have a great evening. I mean, I'm booty man by default.